Welcome, everybody, to the Don't Back Down Show. This is Stan Casasio, who has been away taking care of grandkids, kids, and everything else, spending tons of money on Ocean City's boardwalk. The economy of Ocean City is Stan, doing very well Stan, today. We were telling everyone you were measuring the ocean height because of uh, climate change. <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, I yeah. did measure that. I did put a ruler down along one of the pilings at the dock, and we did measure that. And guess what? It hasn't changed a bit. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so just to let you know, it has thank not a changed bit. a bit. Te- oh, and one other thing, I was also checking out the windmills that uh, that uh, kind of decorate uh, part of Atlantic City, and for the last couple weeks, the wind's been about 10, 15 miles an hour, and they have not been working at all. So I guess uh, they're not killing any birds. Well, actually, they've relabeled those seagull control devices because they don't generate enough electricity to count. Right, right. (laughs) And in case you're wondering, that's my fabulous co-host who just, because he's a brilliant lawyer, he was finally able to give me the derivation of the word politics. And he said politics is very simple. Poly means many. Ticks mean bloodsuckers. That's about right. (laughs) And that's about right. So that's my host, Andy Teitelman. And then we have our wonderful um, executive producer, uh, Liz Deal, who just found out how bad inflation is. And that's because one of her friends received a pre-declined credit card. (laughs) (laughs) CEOs are now playing miniature golf. ExxonMobil just laid off 25 congressmen. And the best one was Angelina Jolie just adopted a child from America. And that's wow. our producer. So she knows inflation is really bad. Uh, we we have a great show today, I got to tell you. We really do. We, a really big <clears throat> show. A really big show. Yes, we have Sebastian Yorkin coming on. We're going to be talking about his books. Uh, the one is uh, uh, the uh, book uh, Saving uh, American Soul. And the other one that, because uh, that's the one I read, because I can't read two books at one time. It's The War for America's Soul and Why We Fight Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. So there's going to be a couple questions, because I know the book uh, uh, Saving America's Soul, The War for America's Soul, he did talk about uh, um, uh, the dist- uh, what do you call it? Attorney General Barr in very nice terms in the beginning, but I want to find out what he thinks about Barr today. That yeah. should be interesting. I, I also want to find out what he thinks about pre- uh, um, the Vice President uh, uh, Pence and his position, which is driving me up absolutely up a wall. Stan, Stan, the new polls just came out today. Pence is running a very, very close third in the race for president. He's now at 3%. Yeah, I thought he was 2% the last time. That's I what saw. I said. It went up. It went up to 3%. So, yes. Uh, uh, there must have been a couple of Democrats that switched votes or something like that, changed the registration. At least they're rigging the polls like they do the elections anyway. Yeah. yeah. So we have uh, Sebastian Gorka coming on. But, you know, this past week while I was down taking care of the grandkids and everything, I happened to come across. And I, I'd like TJ just to play this because I think it's very apropos because the second hour of our show, uh, we have a very historical announcement to make. And it's historical because – this only happens every couple of years, and it also is the ability – it's a very unique to America where we have elections and we have our mini revolutions, uh, supposedly uh, uh, bloodless revolutions. Don't give up the ghost. Uh, but uh, it's more important this year than ever, and uh, 2024 is going to be a real important year. So we have a very special announcement that's going to affect people in Bucks County – and parts of Montgomery County, and probably and definitely the nation as a whole. So this is going to be huge, and and uh, really appreciate uh, uh, the uh, person being here in studio. So we're going to not tell you exactly what's happening, but you got to stay on. The producer needs the number of the cut that you want him to play. Oh, the cut that we want to play is 
Let's play the uh, f- number two, which is uh, Franklin Roosevelt. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror which paralyzes needed effort to convert retreat into advance. Uh, the reason why I played that when I heard that, and you know, I'm a, a kind of a history nut to a degree, but it really affected me because in 1933 there were tremendous fears because America, the world was in absolutely in the toilet. Uh, the depression had struck. Millions and millions of people were out of work. Uh, people didn't know what was going to happen. The world was falling apart. No one seemed to have any answers at all. And we go through this cycle every once in a while as human beings that we have this feeling of, of, of fear. Uh, I believe fear is palpable today. And it's and I think the reason why we have this fear today, and Andy, you can disagree with me or agree with me and Liz, uh, but we have this fear today because no one is allowed to debate. No one is allowed to talk about ideas. No one is allowed to discuss ways we can become better, how we can become the best version of ourselves. No one's talking about what Martin Luther King talked about, that we should judge somebody not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Where the heck has that been? It's falling apart. They want race against race, economic, uh, 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 you know, social class against social class, that's not what it's about, driving genders apart. This is unbelievable. This is real fear I'm fearing today. Fear is a liar, and history is what we need where it repeats itself, and they, they are trying to keep that from our kids. Well, you know, I, the, that quote reminded me of something that came, a report that came out of the White House yesterday, and apparently Biden's aides uh, ran in and said, uh, Mr. Pretensident, um, the, we're getting reports now that they're going to start looking into impeaching you, and we're concerned because words out there again about your plagiarism events back in the 1980s, which drove you out of your run for president back then both times, and uh, now they're coming out with all of this insinuation that you've taken money from the Ukraine and from China, and and Biden said we have nothing to fear but fear itself, and and which is right up his alley. Exactly. He, he, he has, I'm surprised he even remembered that quote. <laughs> I, well, he claims that he came up with it, so I think Franklin oh, that's stole true. it that's from true. him years that's, ago. That's, yes, that's yes. true, yes, because we've cured cancer, according to him. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. It's amazing uh, what's happened under yes. this administration. Yeah. Also, um, I don't know if, again, talking about this fear itself, um, there was a drone attack by the Ukrainians and, in the Kremlin. Now, that may not seem like much, but the potential for this to grow even bigger and for someone to go completely off the rails can destroy humanity as we know it. And that, to me, is very fearful. Think about this. World War I started, and I think 60 million people died, because an archduke was assassinated and his wife, terrible thing to begin with, and that led to a summer of just building until war was declared. And, and supposedly at that particular point in time, everybody was feeling good about itself. You read the reports uh, that we were supposed to, we've ended war, there's never going to be any more war or anything else like that. But meanwhile, there was this uh, industrial military complex that was selling and weapons and things like that. 
and it just dragged us into war. And you think about the billions of dollars that's being spent on war material today and everything else. I, I just It frustrates me to no end that as human beings, intelligent human beings, that we still believe that it's necessary to kill each other. It just, it just boggles my mind. Uh, the, the whole country, the, well, yes, the lead-up to the World, World War III, we're already seeing it happen throughout the, the entire world, what's going on in Ukraine, the threats for Taiwan. Um, what we're doing to ourselves in this country for the southern border, I, there, it's, it's, there's so many things to list, and I can't wait to talk to Dr. Gorka about this because, you know, his area of expertise is military strategy, and he was an advisor to presidents, including President Trump and uh, to the CIA and, and to other branches of, of the uh, American military establishment. And he's well aware of the Hungary, uh, well aware of Eastern Europe because, sure because his parents were from Hungary. And, and I remember the um, uprising in 1957 when the Hungarians revolted and, and Khrushchev sent in all the tanks and everything else like that. I remember there was a young boy in my grade school class that was a Hungarian refugee uh, who came here. But he understands that he did work for Hungary ministry for uh, Victor uh, Oban uh, Orban uh, in, in 2002 or 1992 when, when um, the Soviet Union collapsed. So, um, you know, he's got a feel of Eastern Europe. So we, we definitely want to talk about Ukraine with him and get his feelings about that, because that, that, I think it's right up his alley. Because as I told people, I read the history of Eastern Europe, and if you think Western Europe is confusing, oy vey, you should listen to uh, you should read about Eastern Europe because they have been literally fighting each other for literally centuries there with all with all the different uh, uh, all the different ethnic groups uh, that are there. But we have uh, let me get the, on air. We have Dr. Gorka on air. Uh, doctor, welcome to the show. Uh, you and let me just give people a little readout if they don't know about you. First off, who doesn't know about Doctor? Well, that's knows. very true because you can usually hear him before you see him because he's got one of the loudest voices <laughs> yeah. in the world, and number two, he's got one of the greatest accents yes. I've ever heard. Love the British. I love the British accent, and his audio books, his his read of his audio book is just memorizing, memorizing, mesmerizing. mesmerizing. Yes, there we go. Uh, but look, um, one of the interesting things about you, uh, uh, doctor, is that, you know, you come from parents who were involved in the 1957 uprising in Hungary. And as I was just saying before you came on the air, I remember in grade school, we had one of the refu- a young boy who was a refugee at the time. Um, and you went through that. You know what it's like to have a knock at your door. Your parents had that knock on the door and they came and arrested your father. So you know about that. Um, and your involvement in Eastern Europe uh, is just un- unbelievable that you have all this uh, credibility here in Eastern Europe being involved with uh, Victor uh, Orban and uh, your master's degree working with President Trump and everything else. So we welcome you to the show to discuss your two books, The War on America for America's Soul and the Why We Fight, the Defeating America's fight. Enemies with No Apologies. So welcome to the show. And I only have one other question I wanted to ask you. Do you still have the cigars left over from the Steve, uh, Chris DeGaulle night in uh, – Concha Hawken. Are you kidding me? (laughs) 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 They're smoked. They're all smoked. Good good cigars do not last long in the Gorka household. (laughs) (laughs) So anyhow, so, um, you know, reading your book, I I, I will jump right into it. Uh, The War for American Soul, 
and, and I'm going to ask you this question because when I guess when you read when you write were writing the book, um, Attorney General Barr had a little different situation. I mean, he had come in, and I agreed with you in the book that he was asking some tough questions. He seemed like a no nonsense type of guy. But how do you feel about uh, Mr. Barr now uh, over the last several weeks? Well, he's the worst of the worst. I mean, the, the left of the left. But when you've got somebody on your side who pretends to be on your side and then he betrays you, then that's just scum. I mean, this is an individual I had high hopes of. Uh, good friends of mine who worked with him when he was Adrian of the Bush administration said, this is a guy who's going to clean things up. He came in and he did nothing. This is the guy who said prior to the election, mailing out 80 million mail-in ballots is a recipe for disaster. You are playing with fire. And then after the election, he says, oh, no problem, nothing happened. So he, he's, he's the ultimate swamp creature. He's the kind of person we have to guarantee is not allowed anywhere near a second Trump administration. So we can return your book to you, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, rest, the rest of the book is fine. Yeah, there were some um, great points. In wouldn't Pence be right up there with that? Pence, Pence is so incredibly disappointing. When I was in the White House, he was a real gentleman very kind, you know, asked my opinion on numerous things to do with national security. And then the thing that he tweeted yesterday, that no one's above the U.S. Constitution. So, so the president is literally in the crosshairs again of the deep state. And, and he decides to attack President Trump and not the deep state. And a guy who had a constitutional duty, it's very clear that the president of the Senate, who is the incumbent vice president, must send back to the states any electoral college results which are in any way suspicious. That's his job, just for verification, not upturning the election. So the idea that this coward who caved on January the 6th is now on the side of the people attacking his former boss, Mike, um, you're never going to be president, and you've shown your true colors, and you are a yellow belly. What what do you think happened? Well what do you think happened? Oh, I, I know what happened. I know what happened. Somebody whispered. He he fell for the garbage on January the 6th. Somebody whispered in his ear, say, they're coming for you, Mike. They're coming for you, Mike. Don't send the results back. You've got to certify them all now. And he caved. He was a coward. You know, uh, Andy and I and Liz, we were all there. Uh, I was interviewing people who had come from all over the United States. Uh, there were people who actually cousins that hadn't seen themselves in, in haven't seen each other in 20 years met on the uh, on the train to get there so it was a really coming together and there was as you well know there's probably over a million almost a million people there i mean the place was packed it was over a million and and everybody was just we were just so frustrated it was definitely a case where people were coming to petition their government for a redress of issues which is permitted under the constitution and it truly was a mostly peaceful protest. There was virtually no violence. The crowd was very well behaved, and they turned it into something that it wasn't. So, uh, Dr. Gorka, we, it, it's hard to explain what's happened, but this is a great chance to segue into what just happened yesterday. Um, I just got a copy of the indictment against President Trump, the third indictment. Uh, conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding and conspiracy against rights. Now it's 45 pages of total crap and I haven't read it yet, but I'm trying to figure out what the conspiracy against rights even means. And I'll, I am aware. So hopefully I'll get there at some point, but what's your take on this third indictment? 
Well, I just caught my good friend Kurt Schlichter, one of the most successful attorneys on the West Coast, who yesterday tweeted this out after I told him to tweet it out because he texted that this is his analysis to me. Every single thing on all 45 pages of that indictment is protected by the First Amendment. You have a right to ask whether an election was fraudulent. You have, even if it's not true, you have a right to say an election was fraudulent. I mean, if, if these were crimes, every single Democrat from Al Gore and his hanging chads in 2000 to Hillary Clinton, who still says to this day, the election was stolen from me in 2016, every single Democrat should be in prison. That's right. we, we have a First Amendment for a reason. We are allowed to make statements of opinion, and this is just the weaponization of the judiciary, of the DOJ, against President Trump yet again. And of course, occurring less than 24 hours after we had the testimony of Devin Archer saying, yep, there's a pay-for-play, and Hunter Biden was selling the Biden brand to criminal organizations and companies across the world. You know, the amazing thing in your book, and you talk about the deep state, and you talk about Brenner, and you talk about you know, his past life and how he wound up with the CIA and what, what Obama did to the Constitution, everything else like that, and how all this stuff has been buried. It's absolutely amazing to me that there are no, there are very few curious um, reporters out there who really want to get into a story and, and, and spell it out for people. The, the evidence is there. Look, Solomon got it. You're, you're, you alluded to Solomon and to the other people in your sphere who do all this research for you and I've I've listened to a lot of those those people too. It, it's so out there. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. And the American public is totally oblivious to this. It's 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 absolutely amazing to me how this can happen and how this how we can turn this thing around in some way. It's very easy. It's what I say on my radio show every single day. What are you doing at home listening to radio? I mean, if you know, just listen to my show. Or- We'll watch Newsmax. It's not enough. I had somebody send me a long email yesterday saying, oh, you're great, and they've done this to Trump, and it's wrong. And it was a lovely, nice you know, email. And I said, okay, great, fine, thanks, but what are you doing about it? And then he sent me a long uh, email today saying, well, I'm retired, and uh, I voted for Republicans. I said, and then I just responded, so you think voting is going to save the republic? Not this day and age, no. And voting for Republicans. You've you, you got to get off your ass. If you're not it, it, running for public office, like yes. my wife did and Amen. won just a few weeks ago, if you're not actually engaged politically, then you don't deserve to live in America. The, the, the Republic is on the precipice, literally on the precipice. So my question to all of your listeners, what are you going to do about it? Well, that couldn't say it any better with a better accent either. I will tell you yeah. that. <laughs> Can uh, we ask what your wife ran for? That's amazing. The school board, right? No, no. It's the local community center that has a, a $7 million budget. And when they were running uh, gra- drag queen story hours for children, at oh. library, oh. said, no, it's not, not happening. So she ran for office. Uh, lost the first time, won the second time. So uh, that's what you have to do to take back America. And, and local politics is all the more important. It's yes. cool to be president, it's cool to be a congressman or a senator, but the left stole America locally, and that's how we have to take it back. So you are listening to the Don't Back Down show on WWDB 860 AM with Stan Casaccio, Andy Teitelman, and Liz Deal. 
Uh, and our special guest today is Dr. Sebastian Gorka, who has served in so many roles in our government, including um, as a special advisor to President Trump during his first term. And that will lead me to my next question. But I want to remind everyone that you can listen to Dr. Gorka. He brought up his America First radio program, which airs on the Salem, Salem Radio Network, which locally is WNTP 990 AM. And we have no compunction whatsoever advertising that because I am a regular listener of your show uh, which is a fantastic I, I show. Just, I, I love listening to the show because uh, – but sometimes I feel like you don't even need that microphone because I can hear you from wherever you're calling from. I, 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 I like the picture of you and me with him at the uh, cigar event. We look like two midgets, and it's just in the, next to like this basketball player. But it's one of my favorite shots, and it's on the wall in my office now, Dr. Gorka. But – what what I don't know if you're prepared to say this yet or not, and if not, uh, you know I apologize for asking the question. But will you have a role in the second Trump administration? Well, the president <laughs> wants me to. He was on my show about a month ago, and he he said he wants me in the administration. So if the president wants me, then uh, it's not just a, 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 an honor; it's a duty. So let, let's get him reelected first, then yeah. we can talk about that. Uh, the uh, you know one of the things. Although it's not – Andy was doing the one book. I was doing the other book, uh, The War for American Soul. But I do want to get – because of your background, the fact that you served in Hungary under uh, Viktor Orban, I think it was, in 1992 after the fall of the Soviet Union, because of your relationship with your parents, you you are uh, of uh, Hungarian ancestry. I, I've been reading um, over the last – when the war started up there. I said, I got to learn about Eastern Europe. And I started reading about Eastern Europe and I totally lost my mind because I always thought Western Europe was hard with all the kings and queens and all the power plays in there. But Eastern Europe's got that beat by a mile between all the ethnic groups and everything else. How do we solve the problem there? Because what's going on in Ukraine, as you are well aware, has been uh, the Soviet Union or Russia since the... uh, uh, Ivan the Terrible made the deal with the Cossacks back around 1500. Uh, it was once said that Russia by itself is a country, but Russia with Ukraine is an empire. What's your feeling about what's going on there, and, and when do we? how do we stop the darn thing before everybody gets well, killed? Well, well look, let, let's, let's be clear. Russia and Putin have been wanting to do this since he became president. Anybody who says, oh, this is our fault, and NATO and Biolabs is, is smoking Hunter Biden's crack pipe. He's been saying <laughs> for 22 years, he's been saying for 22 years, uh, Ukraine is illegitimate. Poland is illegitimate. Yeah. The Baltic states are illegitimate. He's a failed KGB colonel who thinks he's the new Russian mm-hmm. emperor. They invaded an independent nation. Yes, it's a corrupt one, but what the hell does that mean? Washington, D.C. is corrupt, corrupt to the core. Does that mean that China can invade tomorrow? Of course it doesn't. This is 1776 mm-hmm. for the Ukrainians. And if we don't help them, then it will lead to a nuclear war. And let's be clear, us helping Ukraine is a moral imperative. Why? America wouldn't exist today if Spain, if Holland, if France hadn't supported George Washington. Without France's help in 1776, there's no blockade of the British and there is no American Revolutionary War, none. We would still be part of the British Commonwealth today. So let's be clear, even if there's corruption in Kiev, this is a fight for a free nation 
against an oppressive, murderous bastard in the Kremlin. And I remember in the good old days, I'm old enough to remember, when all conservatives in America hated KGB colonels. So wake up and smell the coffee grinds. Ukraine must be free and we must help them. Not fight for them. This is their fight, but we should assist them. Uh, it, at what point uh, do you think it, it should there be some negotiations going on right now, do you think? No, because uh, the, the Russians don't want to negotiate. Uh, there is no negotiation. They want the whole of Ukraine. They have to be. They they have to suffer even more casualties than the hundred thousand they've already suffered. They have to be. They have to bleed their way to the negotiating table. That's what has to happen. Uh, uh, go ahead, Andy. You had. Uh... Well, no, I, I'm 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 curious about that because if we're not going to put boots on the ground, don't you feel that the Ukraine's going to be overwhelmed eventually by Russia's uh, numerical advantages? Is not not to mention their actual advantages in weaponry. I, I'm trying to figure out how we end this war um, without a negotiated settlement. No, Ru- Russia is a paper tiger. I mean, look at this. When, when, when the war started 16 months ago, it was ranked second in the world in military power, only behind us. And Ukraine was ranked 22nd. So hang on a second. The second ranked nation in the world is, is fought to a stalemate by a nation ranked 20 places beneath it the russian army is a joke it is corrupt uh, and their weapons were in their recent mayday parade they had one of their latest tanks on the parade just one everything else has been sold the generals are all corrupt and the fact that putin had to have a mass mobilization six months ago shows you how desperate it is so no the Ukrainians, who suffered 8 million dead at the hands of Stalin during the Holomodor in the 1920s, mm-hmm. they will fight not to the last man. They will fight to the last 12-year-old with a pointy stick because they remember what Moscow did to them in the 1920s. So, no, if, if I put my money on anybody, it's on Ukraine because the Russian Federation is a hollowed-out corrupt I have to remind people that when they think of the Cossacks, they think they're Russians, but they're actually the Cossacks were one of the toughest fighters, and they were all Ukrainians, if I'm not mistaken from the, my history. Good dancers, too. Uh, great, yes, great dancers, but they are considered, uh, uh, they were considered even tougher than the, the uh, Mongols that uh, came in and tried to take over uh, the, the uh, Soviet Union. Dr. Gorka, what do you make of the alliance of Russia and China? Is there anything to that, or is that also just uh, smoke and mirrors? It's just an alliance of convenience. So you have to understand the Russians hate the Chinese, the Chinese hate the Russians. Uh, China is, uh, has a one-belt, one-road policy. They want to be the hegemonic power in the world. Russia is in an absolute demographic tailspin. More than 600,000 Russians die every single year. More than are being born. So you know they 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 need Chinese manpower and China needs Russian uh, raw materials. But at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, uh, they are enemies to the very very bitter end. Right now, it's a marriage of convenience, but it will not last. Dr. Gorka, I know that uh, it's dear to your heart, the plate of Christians in the Middle East. Can you talk about that at all? Well, I could, but that's a discussion for you know, a, a much, much uh, longer uh, um, you know, program. Uh, the fact is it, the, the most persecuted um, group of people in the world today are Christians. Just ask the Copts of Egypt. Just ask the Christians of Nigeria. 
it's it's not Muslims, it's 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 not you know Buddhists. The fact is, if you're a Jew in the Middle East, there is a holy war being done against you. It may not be in the form of jihad, but in every type of persecution. Look, look what happened in India just a few days ago. Two women raped in public by the Hindus and their families and the people trying to protect the murdered. That happened because they're Christians. So people need to wake up. My my uh, uh, former colleague at Breitbart, the uh, Rome Bureau Chief, Professor Thomas Williams, has written an amazing new book, The Coming Christian Persecution. Everybody sh- should check it out. And if your priest, if your pastor isn't talking about this on Sunday, find another church. Excellent point. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring out that's very important to us is uh, uh, I understand, and I must tell you, I've always been a big Laurel and Hardy fan myself. I love the Christmas show. I think it was a toy soldier story. Um, but what is your favorite Laurel and Hardy uh, picture, if you have oh, one? That's easy. Oh, my gosh. The movers. The, oh, the movers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There's some great scenes in that one. It's the ultimate. Ultimate. I mean, guy, I, I grew up on that. My dad loved Lauren and Hardy. But if, if your listeners aren't familiar, watch the movers. Lauren, it's pure physical comedy about them having to move a piano. And it is, I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm sorry, it beats Chaplin. It beats Buster Keaton. Uh, and it's just sublime. Yeah. The, the I, I was reading a story one time that, that um, uh, Laurel, uh, Stan Hard, uh, rather Laurel's uh, uh, daughter, was very upset at she didn't understand that it was a play, and she was always worried about Harding uh, Harding uh, beating up on uh, poor Stan, and uh, she was always complaining. It took her a while to understand it was part of the act. <laughs> um, so that was uh, something that was wrote. But uh, they were they were absolutely uh, uh, a great Genius. a great team. So, Doctor Gorka, I don't know how long you're going to be able to stay with us, but we do have a special guest in our studio who will also be joining your show at 3:40 p.m. this afternoon, and we wanted to take a moment to introduce you to him now and for him to make his announcement that you're going to help him take national. If you have a few more minutes, he's with us. doing something. Who's doing something? Mark is doing. He's one of those people that is doing something. Oh yeah, just, that's I thought taking, you meant. I thought you meant Doctor Gorka was doing something. Well, he's doing thing. something too. But <laughs> well, I, Mark I, I is definitely doing. It's definitely doing something here. Well, we haven't introduced him yet. Is that no. what? It, yeah, I think. Need. I think it's time. We're coming up to the one thirty break, but we're not going to break today because there's no commercial more important than what we're about to talk about, and we don't want to lose Doctor Gorka before we make this introduction. So, also in studio with us today live is Mark Hauk. Everyone knows who Mark is, and Dr. Gorka, we know you know who Mark is. I've heard you mention him on your show a number of times. He's actually appeared before, but Mark has a very special announcement that he's going to make, and Mark, you should make it instead of me. Why don't you go ahead and take the mic? Let's tell people who Mark is for the listeners that don't know. Oh, I didn't know there was anyone who didn't know. Why don't you take We have a lot of extra listeners today with Dr. Gorka. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Mark's writing me a note. All right, well, Mark, Mark Hauk is the Catholic father of, it was seven, right, at the time? Yes. Seven children, who is also a protester who every week religiously, as part of his religious observance, goes to the Planned Parenthood location in Center City, Philadelphia, and makes known his feelings about being pro-life and trying to educate women before they make a terminal decision to terminate a pregnancy and end a life. 
and he was there with his son. And when was that, Mark? About two years ago now? Uh, it was a, a, a Wednesday, September 23rd. You'll never uh, forget me, that no, I'm day. sorry. It was a Wednesday, October 13th. I'm thinking ah. of the raid. I just oh, gave you the raid date. It yeah, was October we'll get to that. 13th, 2021. Okay, so, we're, yeah, we're coming up on its two-year anniversary. That's right. And the, the ordeal he went through. So Mark was there with his son, who was 11 at the time? Uh, 12, yeah. 12. Yeah. And uh, they were approached by one of these people who's like an usher that brings the uh, women in that knows Mark. Um, he knows him because Mark goes there every week. And he he was offensive to Mark's son, and Mark, you know, was very polite. Well, first off, he came fifty feet or so to approach Mark. Mark right. was Mark was way out of the picture, and he approached him. If you look at the video, right, and 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 he and he was offensive to Mark's son, and Mark was polite politely asked him to leave, and he did. Then he came back again, and then yeah, he walks away. When you see the video, he walks away. Then he turns around and starts all over again. Exactly. Right. And and then right. if any parent's going to stand there to let their kids be abused like that, so he pushed them, and of course he fell, and then a whole big thing happened. And well, they- well, Mark protected <laughs> his son from this crazy person, and uh, then Mark was first uh, charged with criminal, I guess, assault in the Philadelphia courts, even the Philadelphia courts with, with its crazy Krasner. district Krasner, <laughs> district attorney, did not were, were not able to get a conviction. That those charges were dropped a year later. 20 agents from the Federal Bureau of Intimidation, I mean investigation, <laughs> uh, arrived at Mark's door with M4s and all the other weaponry that they like to use at early morning hours, banged on the door, and, and they, they, they raided his house and arrested him in front of his children, scaring the bejesus out of everybody. And Mark won those charges in federal court. He went to trial. He did not take a plea bargain. And since that time, Mark has gained national uh, notoriety and, I think, fame, actually, for standing up for his rights, standing up for his family's rights, and standing up for the rights of the unborn. So, Mark, Well, he's standing up for the rights of Americans. And, and, Our First and, Amendment. And, and Dr. Gork is well aware of what happened to his parents uh, when that dot knock came to the door. So Mark is really representing, I believe, Americans who are now living in fear that we can't debate, we can't discuss anything, we can't find out what's happening. We've got a bunch of media reporters who, who put their heads in the sand and don't do anything about anything. So Mark's out there. He is going, he is representing, he's doing something. He's going to represent us. And yeah, He's uh, our voice. Well, now, 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 him, now, now, Mark, I think that's enough of an introduction. Everyone knows who you are <laughs> at this point. What is it you're about to do that's going to make a big difference? Yeah, this country. amen to that. Uh, Dr. Gorker, it's great to talk to you again. So look forward to being on with you at 340 today. And uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to throw our, our our hat into the ring and we're going to go into the fray and we're going to uh, we're going to announce our um, run for Congress. First district, Bucks Woo-hoo! County, uh, yes. as of today and on and your parts show. Of, and parts of Praise Montgomery County. Yeah, parts of Montgomery. That's right. There's a little piece there. So at the realignment. Right. Yes. But we're blessed to be able to do it. And, um, you know, we feel like it's uh, it, it's the call. Right. It's a duty, as, as Dr. Gorka says, yeah. you know, I don't It's not really something I, 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 I plan for my life, but I think God has a plan for it. And and he wants me to do it. My wife's on board with it. My kids are on board with it. And we're going to go take the whole family uh, to to Washington, D.C., because that's really the message we're bringing is is that you can't do this to to American citizens and American families, you know. You've got to protect our, our children, and, and we've got to protect our rights. And, and so that's just the impetus to to get, to get involved. Actually, what – and, and uh, Dr. Gorka, you'll, you'll definitely agree with this, that the indictment against Trump is, is kind of like the raid against Mark Houck. It's to keep him quiet. It's to silence Americans who disagree and have different ideas. 
and I think in your book, War on American Soul, you show how diabolical these people are. I don't know what's in their minds. I mean, haven't they ever read history? Don't they see where they're going with this thing? They don't care. It's all about power. It's all about power. I have to jump in and prep for my show, but I'll just say one thing. Uh, God bless you, uh, Mr. Howard. I can't wait to have you on the show today. But to everybody else listening, you don't have to be raided by the FBI to run for local office or national office. So uh, <laughs> follow, right. <laughs> follow this man's lead. Thank Amen. you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you, you for showing, being with us, Dr. Corker. We appreciate it. So, Mark, one of the things I'm going to tell people a little about it, you, you have a master's degree in education. You were sure. a teacher. Uh, but here's something I found out. Uh, you played football for Catholic University, not a small college at all. You were also, uh, what, an All-American? You were, I was. And you were actually drafted by... I was scouted. Scouted by... They didn't sign me to a contract, the New England Patriots. Yeah, for the New England Patriots. <laughs> nice. uh, oh, the deflated football team. That was right before that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. So the, the, but the position you played was free safety, which right. is kind of curious. And we were talking a little bit earlier... You know, as a free safety, you're the lone guy in the back. You're the last stop before somebody scores a goal, right. a, a touchdown. But you also have to have the intelligence as to know when to go in to make that aggressive approach right. and when when to stand back and collect the information to know where these different things are going. And um, getting to know you, you're very, your life is kind of like that to a certain degree, the way you perceive things. You're kind of like back there taking it all in and knowing when it's time to react and when it's time to fight. For this this thing, yeah. so um, uh, I was very excited to hear that you were the uh, the All American, and um, you do so many other things. We should do our commercial. We break should now. do our commercial. So let me take a quick break because um, we are very excited to f- to announce that uh, Roofing Dynamics is joining our family of sponsors, and for our listeners uh, who own or lar- manage large commercial properties, like like I do, you, like I do, yes. Uh, have you ever had any roofing issues? Yeah, we've had some roofing issues in our day. Do you know? Do you even know the true condition of your roof? Roofing is something that you should think about. You don't think about until you have a problem, and by then it's too late to avoid costly repairs and replacements. Did you know that nearly every large flat roof has a leak at some point? That I can verify. Yes. <laughs> yes. No doubt. Whether it's from a severe storm or age, I mean, the sun is devastating against roofs. Uh, small leaks can can be devastating because they can continually to grow, and it affects everything that's underneath it. It affects uh, the subsurface of the roofing, and then of course, obviously, the occupants who are going to be left with mold. By the time it gets to the occupants, it's already too late. Too late. So, with so much at stake, be proactive. Call the Roofing Dynamics Group, the trusted advisor you'll need to tell you the true condition of your roof. Utilizing modern technology such as infrared scans, moisture probes, even drone scans, Roofing Dynamics can pinpoint immediate problems before they become huge problems with precise accuracy. That's very important. Uh, They can evaluate just how long your commercial roof will last and provide recommendations and budgets that will save you money. So for a free preliminary survey of your commercial property, you must call Roofing Dynamics at 215 491 9,000. That's 215-491-9,000. Ask for Audrey and they, or visit them online at www.roofingdynamics.com. And by the way, with the cost of roofing and materials and, and that are going up, Roofing Dynamics you will find extremely competitive and they will, because they bulk buy, they're large, 
Uh, they will give you the best pricing and be quick to serve you. Well, I just want to be clear about something. Roofing Dynamics is not a roofer that does roofing repairs and replacements. They help you find your problems before they're so big that you need a roofer to come in. Then they'll help you find the right roofer after they've identified your problem. They're like doctors who come in with the x-rays. They figure out what's wrong, and they guide you all the way through the entire process, and they're worth every penny. So definitely give Audrey a call at 215-491-9000 or reach out to Roofing Dynamics at www.roofingdynamics.com. So we're back with Mark Halk. Um, of course, Stan is the uh, the host, and we have Liz who's about to ask a question. She's, like, giving me the fingers. <laughs> no, For those who are watching on camera, I'm, I'm getting a finger poked at me from no. across the table. Well, I just think it's important because I really want Mark to tell us more about his education because I, I really think it's important he didn't get a chance, if you don't mind. No, sure. So uh, thanks for the opportunity again. Great to be with you. And uh, Stan was saying, yeah, I did, I did play free safety. And, you know, that was uh, something very important to me uh, as, a, as a college athlete, a student athlete. You know, we were um, – blessed to be able to play at that level and when you're a safety you're you know you are the the deep you're deeper than the deepest and you're the last line of defense and it's something that I've kind of gotten accustomed to when we're at the abortion mills you know you're kind of the last last line of defense there and of course that's where a lot of this all began for me but um but what I learned from from not only sports and uh, coaching and and teaching teaching in the public school system I taught in Cheltenham school district for a little while it's actually the same school where Benjamin Netanyahu went to school uh, no, I actually went to school with his brother. Yeah, with, yeah. He, with Yanni, he was yeah, in my class. Yeah. I bet you went to school and Reggie with Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Too. Yes, I did. They go both right on on Tebby. That yeah. was Yanni. Yeah, that was Yanni. Yeah. But what I learned is that you know you do have to observe. You have to see what's going on around you, and 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 I I'm taking that in, taking that in as a as a father, as a husband, as a small business owner for a nonprofit organization. I'm seeing that uh, things are not well in the republic, and um, after speaking with. Uh, Congressman Scott Perry, who invited me to State of the Union this year, you know, he told me, Mark, the, the Republic's falling apart. And uh, and I can see that. I can see that all around me. And I can, and as someone who wants to protect his team, right, in this case, my children, my community, uh, you know, I got to do something about it. And um, and I, I felt through much prayer, uh, and that's, you know, part of being an athlete, a, a student athlete, a Catholic school, you know, prayer is part of the game. And, um, you know, through much prayer, we've decided that uh, the best way for us to make a difference and to to lead by example and to show my children the way in which they should go is to uh, is to show them that, you know, when things are falling apart, that, that you don't run from that fight. You don't run from the, the destruction. And so in education and so forth, you know, we're building up people and we, we teach them. And and uh, I was teaching French, you know, so we're teaching a foreign language. It's, it's often Difficult for young people to learn linguistics, and, and you really have to, you know, guide them along the way. And I think that's where we're at in this republic right now. We have to, we have to start over. We got to get back to the basics. We got to get back to what the founding fathers wanted in this country, and uh, and we have to trust providence because uh, providence was a huge part of uh, of our nation's foundation. Don't you find, Mark, that that one of the things that tyranny always exists in is when there is a lack of belief in something greater than than the state, when there's a lack in the belief in a God, something more important uh, than anything. That's where I find where where you get into these situations with government where they just destroy everything because no one believes in, in a God and something bigger than the state. Sure, uh, I'm sure you, you, you sure. can see that today. 
when, Look at our cities. When conscience is aborted, truth is distorted. And we yeah. have so many legislatures right legislators right now who, who have no conscience. We need to bring conscience. Well, they don't even have a soul because they, they, they can believe that a woman, a man can play on a woman's team. Sure. I mean, why have women's sports? Women's sports was set aside sure. because physically there was differences. So uh, to me, it, it, you know, if you're going to take that position, then eliminate all women's sports. I mean, it makes no, no sense to me. Right. This is the practicality that you bring, this common sense approach. Yeah, right. To, and to we issues. observe, we see, we look. Look, there's an old saying, and I'll get into your tyranny comment in just a minute, but there's an old saying like, you'll know it's of God by its fruit. Well, let's take a look at the fruit of all these decisions that have been made in the last 25 to 30 years, right? And, 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 see, and let's see the fruit of that. Has it been good for our republic? Has it been good for our families? Has it been good for our children? I, I don't think if you're an honest person that you can say it's been good. So, um, but about the, back to tyranny, you know, Cardinal Mueller came to my house after we were raided, and he said, you know tyrannies are coming to this country when you're waking up little children in the middle of the night, my seven children, and you're arresting their, fa- their father under the cover of night and taking them out of the home. So that's what we're dealing with a dictatorship right now, and, and we have to stand up as a republic to do You know, I, I, I'm going to say this. You know, they had the Nuremberg trials sure. in which many people were sentenced to prison. Many were sentenced to death. Those people always said they were following orders. I believe that if you are an upstanding person who's working for any government uh, entity and you swear to uphold the Constitution, you have an obligation not to go on that raid, not to do that. And I hold them responsible, even though they may have been some guys say, look, I hate to be here. That's no excuse. You have to stand up to this thing because that's why they had the Nuremberg trials. So to me... Uh, you know, we have to take a look at how we're our our, our police, our FBI, all sure. these people. You know, what's gotten into them that they're so that they came after you like that? Even common sense. Wait, he's got kids. He's got wives. You could have been walking right. out of the house, going somewhere, and they could have gotten you of without that type of thing. But they did it because there's diabolical people in this deep state that hate us as Americans. They really do. Right. I believe that. Well, the process is the punishment. And and what they put me through and what they put my children through, I don't want any other American to experience mm, that. Amen. And that's why we're going to D.C. That's why we're going to focus on, you know, the primary and, and get the nomination. And uh, and when we win in, in 2024, we'll, we'll bring that spirit and that sentiment and that witness to D.C. Because it needs to be heard and they can't refute it. No legislator. I remember when I when I testified before the congressional district or the congressional committee, uh, the oversight committee, none of the, the Democrats could refute my story. Right. They couldn't say anything because it's my story. They're not going to be able to refute what the, the terrorization of my children, the act of terror that it was domestic terror on my family. We got to go and do something about that. No doubt about it. So we're starting to get some social media returns on uh, your announcement. And one of them is from Lisa V in Bucks County. Mark Houck is running for PA01 exclamation point. Bye bye Fitz Rhino. Um, and the next one, and this is something. Oh, by I, the way, who is an FBI agent? Was <laughs> was, was an FBI, FBI probably agent. still an informant. Yeah. Uh, so so um, and the next one is from Jules, also in Bucks County, which is good. They're going to be your constituents, and this is important. We need to address this head on, and I want you to talk about it. Wow! Didn't see that coming! Exclamation point. God is good! Exclamation point. But the abortion issue is going to be tough on him. Why don't you Why don't you talk about that? Well, well, look, I, you know, I. I 
I am much more than than what I do once a week when I go down to the abortion. Yeah, you're not a one trick pony. You know, I mean, look, look, I uh, there's there's many cultural issues. And and of course, that's one of the greatest of our time. So, you know, it it begins there, of course. But, you know, for years I've been fighting the the good fight when it comes to the issue of uh, the multi trillion dollar porn industry. And that's something that that I've played an active role in uh, with my ministry at the at the King's Men, where where we took on that issue. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, I got experience there. I'm a teacher. I worked in the juvenile justice field for um, for about four years. I knew Congressman Mike Fitzpatrick well when he was commissioner, so I knew Brian's brother. And and uh, you know we we worked with uh, the juvenile crime in, in Bucks County, and and we saw you know the fatherlessness. That is the cause of most of crime in our in our country, and that's a crisis for the family. So you know, there's a lot of things there, uh, and of course, you know, one of the things that I've been doing in, in my ministry is also doing a healing retreat for veterans. So I want to bring all this past experience to this campaign, where we support our veterans, we help them to get the supports that they need because they're not getting. We're losing 22 yeah, vets yeah. a day. You think 22. about this. Suicide. Think about we're giving free stuff away to illegal. Uh, aliens that come across our border, giving them everything, housing, and, everything, right. and we can't even take care of our veterans who sacrifice so right. much for us. I mean, I mean, this is this is common sense stuff, people. Mark just said we're losing twenty two veterans 20, a day. That is to suicide. Horrible. Look, my my, my grandfather came in on the twenty fifth wave at uh, at, U- at Utah Beach, and uh, you know he's a, he was a war hero, and 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 he he served his country, and he he laid it on the line, you know, and so these these soldiers, these heroes. They're being abandoned when they come home, and uh, we need to support and bolster the system so that they can get the help that they need, and they can the, get readjusted. You know, when they're when they're every day fighting for lives, and I, I work with the vets so in Afghanistan, fighting for lives, and and they have that sense of urgency. Then they come home, they're just asked to be a good consumer, and and it, it blows their mind. They don't know how to readjust, and so the PTSD and all that becomes very, very difficult for them. And we need to we need to address it. So veterans are going to, uh, is going to be very important to me. Can I, can I bring yeah. something up that uh, that's always been in my mind? When I was in high school, uh, I was the last class that uh, the Bible was read every morning when I went into school in public school. So the homeroom teacher that? would would read a section of the Bible, and I was in Cheltenham, and and I was actually in a class that was uh, there were, we had dominant uh, uh, Jewish uh, people in there, but. Our, our, in my class, because um, we had Yan, Yanni was in there and, and another uh, very brilliant people. I was like the stupidest one in the class, which was <laughs> like unbelievable. They made me so much better. But the, but the, uh, our phone room teacher, which I forget her name, she had been doing it for so long. She says, I've been doing this for 40 years and I'm not going to change. And she would always read a section from the Old Testament, the New Testament. And it was never offensive at all. In fact, she would say, listen, if you don't want to hear it, you can leave the room. But no one ever left the room. Sure. Because it, it's part of history. It's a part of human story, right. the Bible. And if you trace what's happened in our schools to the elimination of any discussion of God or moral value, and usually when you talk about God, you talk about moral respect for other people. When you go to these schools, it's nothing for these kids to beat someone up senseless in a school, to bully someone else. Well, why does that happen? It's because nothing is being taught in a sense of religion of value, that there's something more that we have to offer in life than just the state. The state's corrupt. 
men are corrupt. Just look at the Biden crime family. School choice. So, so again, what you're talking about, what you bring to the table is a realization that we have to understand that there's something greater than the state. The state cannot be the nanny, cannot be the daddy, cannot be the mommy. Of course. You know, there's so much more to it. Um, and, and and that's an important part. So you bring that to the table. You're definitely not a one-trick pony, as I said. And Mark, <laughs> would, we could just teach the Constitution in schools. Would you get behind that? That Because oh, the Constitution is written and based off of God. So why aren't we teaching it? Look, most of the public schools, and I taught the public schools. I was in Cheltenham School District. as you, as you, uh, I was in the Intermediate Union in Bucks County. And, uh, look, the kids don't even know who George Washington was. If you go back 40 years ago, You'll see what they taught about George Washington. We don't even have pictures of George Washington in our public schools That's anymore. unacceptable. I've been looking so for news clips kids, and audio clips from George Washington, but I haven't found yeah, any yeah. yet. <laughs> so, so our nation was formed on the character of this man, and yet our children don't even know who he was. And so, yeah, we, we need to change that for sure, uh, but we also need to uh, you know, protect the, the girls who are uh, who are not having fair play on the playing fields, you yes. know, like that that are unless being, they're boys. Well, there you go. You know, <laughs> we need to have smart, common sense policy yeah. that protects these girls and enables them to compete and and have a thriving experience in high school. It, it used, I think school. it was called Title Nine. It used to be, but everyone, let's re, we, we're we're so excited about this. I think it's the first time we've had breaking news on the Don't Back Down show that huge. we're forgetting no. to tell you who we are. So this is <laughs> Stan Casaccio, Andy Titleman, Liz Deal, and our special in studio guest Mark Halk who has just announced that he's running for the United States Congress from the 1st District of Pennsylvania um, and taking on Brian Fitzpatrick, who has been there so long he forgot he's a Republican. Exactly. (laughs) And this is long overdue. Well, I think what happens, he forgot he was an American. There you go. And and that's the most important thing. Forget the R after our name. Look, I have an R after my name, but I consider myself a common-sense conservative person who believes in something bigger than me. Some people call it God. You know, I call it God. Uh, But... We have to believe in this unique country that we have. Never before in the history of humanity has a country ever been like this. Um, One thing I'd like right now, real quick, is my voice deep enough? Okay. You you got to him, TJ. I'm telling you, you're never going to live this one down. So I want to play the Ronald Reagan clip. It only takes about a half a minute to talk about this. But I want to play this clip, and it's about... Americans sacrificing their lives for American ideals. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. The crisis we're facing today does not require of us the kind of sacrifice that Martin Treptow and so many thousands of others were called upon to make. 
It does require, however, our best effort and our willingness to believe in ourselves and to believe in our capacity to perform great deeds, to believe that together, with God's help, we can and will resolve the problems which now confront us. And after all, why shouldn't we believe that? We are Americans. God bless you and thank you. I'll tell you, no one can tell a story as some of these great people do. And I actually see you, Mark, as one of those people that have made that pledge to do it. And we should all do it. Um, uh, so you're really taking a risk. But you've seen it firsthand, What's how American Gonna Miss can happen. And if you read Gorka's book, The War for American Soul, and you just you, you, you just get so upset that people, intelligent people, and as I've often said, I've never met so many smart, stupid people in my life. <laughs> and you read this book. Th- these are people involved in this subterfuge of Destroy America, the greatest country ever. They're brilliant people, but they're so stupid. I don't, I don't know what happens to people because mainly they have no heart or soul. Mm. They don't believe in anything bigger than them. Yeah, like I said, when, when conscience is aborted, truth is distorted. I mean, like this, we have to wake up America to these realities that, that we all know, that we all can say, yeah, I, I can align myself with that. But somehow when it comes to, uh, you know, getting involved, as Dr. Gorka says, people just say, well, someone else is going to do it. Somebody else should do it. It can't be me. But, but like, you know, Isaiah, right? You know, here I am, Lord. Send me, right? And, and, and one of my scripture that I'm holding on to at this one is perhaps for such a time as this, I have been called. You know, yeah. my family and I have been called. And so, okay, we're not going to run from it. We're going to be open to how we want to be used by yeah. God in this midst uh, of this culture that is falling apart and is depraved and uh, it's a culture of death, right? So we need to be light. We know when the darkness is great, that's where the greatest light is. And so we want to bring light into this into this conversation, into this debate. Into Amen. It. And that's Esther 4, by the way. And thank you for so much Esther for being— Esther 4, 14, yeah. There you go, for bringing, you know— Anyways, oh, you, you just guys just boggle my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it when people come up with these— I, I carry the Constitution I, in the Bible I know, everywhere I go. I know that. <laughs> it would be great at a party, uh, one of those. Uh, <laughs> what are you carrying that nobody else has? And all of a sudden, the Bible and, a, and the Constitution come out of your pocket. But here's something else that's really important, and, and I go back to my comment much earlier when I said, you know, we don't believe. Uh, people have forgotten about what Martin Luther King said on, on the steps of the of, uh, Lincoln Monument that, that day, and I remember vividly watching this along with millions of other Americans of all different colors and creeds. And we really believed him when he said we, we were all imagining this dream, basically, that, that we will not, you know, it, we won't judge people by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And I know you believe in that personally. Amen. And that and that takes a person with a heart and soul to believe in that. Well, it's on our platform, right? It's on howforcongress.com. You know, that's you know, that's that's character. Yeah, please go to how, yeah, yeah, how yeah, for Congress. Brand new. We had yeah. to bring that up. We forgot. See, we're forgetting. We're so excited. We're forgetting glad, all the good I'm stuff. I'm glad I'm here. Yes, I'm uh, glad you're no, here. But that's so, so are we. That's so important. Yes. I'm blessed to be here. It's so important that we judge people based upon their character, their integrity. Uh, and, and and yet, unfortunately, I was judged based upon none well, of that. Your first no, it wasn't, none of that. wasn't based that. on that. Other than their their hatred for sure. your belief. Sure. 
their hatred for actually life to a certain degree. And, and you and I have talked about this before, and 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 that is, you know, the the James Webb Telescope that has opened up the universe to to us, mm. and and they pointed it at the, a section of the sky. When you look at night, it looks kind of dark, but when they pointed the scout telescope there, billions and billions of galaxies showed up. There, there are billions of galaxies I didn't even know existed that are happening right now that people are – the pictures, I get pictures every day because I'm on this uh, – subscribe to it. Right. It's just unbelievable to me. And you think about that, and the only place they've ever found life is right here on this planet, which means it's very rare and it's very unique. And for us to throw it out with the bathwater is crazy without having any conscience at all. To me, it's absolutely amazing. So we have more breaking news. This just in from somebody that reported to me. It's official now that Tom Freetag is going to be the former director of elections of Bucks County. The commissioner has just accepted his resignation. It will be effective August 11. And we're going to go right to a station ID. And we have a caller lined up right after that. WWDB 860 AM Philadelphia. You want to come back? And what do you want to come back with? Ryan Weaver? Yeah, Ryan Weaver. Philadelphia. You got to light it up. You bone fly. You got to light them up before they burn you down. Better DT. He's definitely showing you that. Put them in the ground. Blood on their hands. And we're back with Don't Back Down Show, hosted by Stan Casaccio with Andy Teitelman in the right seat. And across the table is Liz Deal with our special in-studio guest, Mark Houck, who's just announced his run for the 1st Congressional District in Bucks County, United States Congress. And let's go to the phones. We have Jamie Tromba lined up. She is the leader of Moms for Liberty in Bucks County. Hi, Jamie. Jamie, you're on. Hi, guys. How are you? We're doing great. Hi, Jamie. Hey, Liz. How are you? Go ahead, Jamie. So I am listening to the announcement, Mark. I am going to have you in my prayers and stand behind you. you. We definitely need, you know, folks that are willing to answer the call. Many of us have felt that in the last couple of years, especially. And something you you were talking about, you mentioned, I wanted to, to, to call in and talk about. The sad state of affairs with our schools mm. is at the point where we are trying to, to donate free of charge pocket constitutions to our eighth graders throughout the throughout the county and you would not believe the pushback now i can appreciate and i totally understand especially with all the um you know critique of of the materials we're seeing in our schools um, that they have to take a hard look at things that are being donated or you know want to be put into play um and and that is not a problem but the the issue with you know uh, essentially as soon as they find out it's coming from moms for liberty um, you know, they, they buy into the narrative and they don't even want to give out a pocket constitution. And this is, you know, eighth grade, the year that you're learning American history. And by the way, we have Constitution Day on September 17th that all schools that get public funding are supposed to be teaching on the Constitution, especially on that day. So I think if you put a couple of dirty pictures in the back of the book, they'll probably accept it. Oh, okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, you have to put it on the cover on so the they cover, don't know it's the Constitution. Yeah, then they don't know it's a Constitution. So, At least that's what it seems yeah. like that way, Jamie. So Jamie does a lot of good work. Moms for Liberty is a nationwide organization that is fighting for the protection of our I was going to say the rights of our children, but it's more like the protection of our children in the public schools. And, Jamie, one of the things that you advocate for is school choice. Isn't that right? 
Well, we advocate for cleaning up our public schools. So we're, <laughs> we're advocating for excellence in education and parental rights. Those are our two main things. And, I mean, I would have to say, and I'm not, again, you know, people need to understand school board directors, they are, they are volunteer unpaid positions, right? They're four-year terms. You have nine folks on a board everywhere. Um, and, and I get it. I get the critiquing. But it's a sad state of affairs when they have to really look at, you know, somebody giving a pocket constitution. Like, that's where we're at, guys. And, and you know, Jefferson said, you know, an educated citizenry is a vital requisite for our survival as a free people, right? We don't teach civics anymore. We don't teach much of anything much anymore, right? Reading, writing, arithmetic has, has kind of gone out the way. Um, there's a lot more of, you know, uh, the fields, social emotional learning and everything that goes along with that than than the traditions that most of us, you know, having this conversation learned in school. Um, and that's a problem. You know, we have folks, they don't even, most of them don't even understand why some of the things that are happening are bad for the nation because they're not educated to understand what it should be, what it should look like. Jamie, I just want to applaud you. This is Mark here. And I just want to say thank you for, for what you're doing. You're talking to a homeschool dad and, you know, we, we homeschool for a reason, right? Because we want to teach true history. And I think what you're doing with the, uh, the constitutional pocketbooks, whatever they're called, uh, which I have one right here with Liz has in the studio, is a great idea and it should be received. I know Central Bucks School District has uh, a great uh, turnover when it came to their, their school board and is making some good decisions. And hopefully we'll see more of that. Dr. Gorka said that's where the fight begins, right, the local level. So keep fighting the good fight, and I'll do what I can when, whenever I can get when I get in office uh, to help you guys. Well, I think I think the thing that's, that's I appreciate that commitment, and I would say, you know, I absolutely understand why a lot of folks, a lot of folks, are going homeschool yeah. or you know even uh, private schools. Uh, you know, looking at alternatives, they don't want their kids learning the things that we're seeing in the news. Um, what I would say, though, and this is you know where Moms for Liberty is coming from, is every child deserves a good education. So not every child is going to have the family or the finances right. to homeschool or private school. And by the way, even if your kid is homeschooled or private schooled, and, and you know I, I like to just make sure that this point gets driven home, you should care about the kids that your kids or your grandkids are going to be going to work, going to college with, or just being in the world. These are our these are our elected officials in 20 plus years, right? These are the folks we need to make sure they are educated and they know how to uh, be a professional, um, you know, adult in life. They can handle things, right? That's right. And we're just not preparing. When you have two thirds of kids graduating and they can't even read at level. That's a problem. And also, Mark is a huge advocate for getting rid of this pornography. If you want to ask him oh, about that, please. what are your plan is on that? Well, yeah. Look, I. It's just. It's. It's horrible. It's. It, it's just. This is the, um, you know, this is the elephant, the gorilla in the room that no one wants to really talk about. And, and it's just, it is infecting not just the kids in the school, but it's infecting the entire world. It's a pandemic problem, right? So, um, you know, it begins in the home. And so we need, you know, parents, you know, giving their children good formation there, but also protecting their kids in the home. But we can't be giving, you know, kids access to things in our schools uh, without permission from their parents um, I'm amazed. I'm a homeschool dad, and I put my kid in in like a half school, like uh, you know, nursery or kindergarten when he was five or six, and um, you know they would just send him down to the nurse and and wouldn't even call me and and tell me there was a problem. And it's just like they kind of do things rogue. They don't even get permit, uh, parental approval anymore. So that has to change. You know, parents have to be uh, fully well, involved as shows, primary educators of the children. It, it shows a total lack 
for a lack of respect for parents and family and family. Yeah, right. You know, they're assuming everybody's bad. Come on. I mean, there's a very small percentage of families don't want the best for their kids. Sure. I mean, uh, those people are usually on some kind of drug or some other issue. Uh, but uh, it's absolutely amazing that this happens. And But here is what's happening, though. There is a movement that starts with people running for school board. People were just putting their heads down, let somebody else do it. But now it's coming. I think people are realizing that we have to make a stand at this particular point. And if we don't do something this time around, 2022, 2024, we could be losing the greatest asset, the country of America, that we know. And this is what we're fighting for. So what you're doing, Jamie, and what the people running for school board are doing, making those decisions, they're doing what Gorka is saying. They're making right. a difference. They're physically getting – they're like – the young man that Reagan was talking about. Amen. They're, they're going that, that route. Here's something else that I think is important. Again, it goes back to Martin Luther King's talking about judging people by the content of their character. This whole thing with diversity is driving me up a wall. I think you get diversity by having a meritocracy, by making sure government's job, to me, is to make sure everybody is treated equally. That means that everybody has an opportunity to be the best versions of themselves. And by, by trying, to, um, trying to construct the outcomes artificially like they're doing means that we will have a very uneducated, a very poor society that will not achieve anything. We well, we're seeing the to... results of that right now. Absolutely. So to me... The meritocracy is the most important thing, and I know, Mark, you really believe that everybody should be given an equal opportunity to be the best version of themselves, and that's where government comes into play. Yeah, well, uh, under under God, you know, uh, we all have the, the, these rights, right? You know, uh, supposedly. to pursue, <laughs> we're pursue to life, liberty, and happiness, and, and we're, we need to be able to pursue that. We have the rights established to, to enable that to happen, yet it's being trampled upon. And so my goal is, as a congressman for the 1st District is to make sure that those rights are held inviolate and protected. And, and when we get to D.C. in, in 2024, we're going we're gonna to focus on that and, and do the best we can to support those policies. So my phone's blowing up. I and see that. This is from Tom, smoke coming out this of is it. from Tom S. in Bucks County. He said, let Mark know the committee members, meaning the BCRC, Bucks County Republican Committee, are excited to hear this news, and the word of him running is spreading like wildfire. I've contacted several committee members, and they are happy with this news. Then, by the way, Liz, I didn't know you were executive producer for the show now. You sound great on the radio. Keep up the good work. Oh, is, hey, wait, is my voice deep enough? That's all I ask him if my voice is deep enough. Based on this, Liz's voice is deeper. But, and geez, I can't win. You know, can I say, can I say Liz is, is really an unsung hero in all this because – a lot of people were asking me to run, and uh, I kind of ignored it. And this is it, even before the acquittal. Uh, but Liz was—you mean our own Liz deal? Your own Liz deal, yeah. right? Okay. Next to you, sitting right here. She was the final confirmation, I guess, of someone where I finally really took it seriously. When Liz said you should consider this, when I was on your show, uh, and she texted me the next day or that later that day, and uh, and I, I I said, okay, this is this is the final signal from the Lord that I need to pray about this, to pray right. about it. Amen. I, I will and, tell and you then this. I, and then I went into prayer, and then I got 
the clear sign to do it. I will tell you Thanks, this. Mark. Andy and I have the, sa- the Lord. Andy and I have the same feeling when Liz. She scares us to death. death. We do whatever she says. <laughs> we know how you feel. We know oh exactly gosh. how you feel. So uh, we, we Well first we, she asked me to do a show here. I did. <laughs> but then we rejected That's that. what she does. She just brings drags you right in and then But I said dead. no to the show. All right, if you don't want to do a show, run for office. That's the next best thing. Absolutely right. Well you said you were booked for a year and then I called back the next day and I said, I think I heard wrong from the Lord. I think maybe you should run for Congress because you are clearly, clearly a man of integrity and and have has walked in the walk and you're a voice for the people. I just want to remind everybody that this is we're going to need help. Mark's going to need help. So go to HalkforCongress.com and please donate. Reach out to people that you Five, know that 10, can donate. 20, whatever Hulk you can. Con- whatever you Hulk can. For- those are in thousands, by the way. That's the word for HalkforCongress.com. And please donate and help him and sign up. We're going to need lots of volunteers and just get behind him. I know we've all been waiting for this moment. Thank you for accepting, Mark. And I definitely praise God for that, that you're you're doing exactly what Dr. Gorka said. You're standing up and you're doing what you need to do for your country. And you have seven kids you were and you're booked for the next well you're not really you have a lot going on but you made time and you're going to make time and we really appreciate it you know one thing that I, I will say that you know when you talk about a lot of the left and the swamp are going to come after you as we've talked about and there's going to be the dark money the soros money these people that are just so out there so we need the support of the people Whatever you have, 10, 15, 25 bucks, whatever you have, it's important because we still have to get a message out. We don't necessarily need to have millions like, uh, you know, Josh uh, Shapiro with his one point some billion dollars that he got, whatever he got to run for. Although if you have it in your legitimate. Which which I believe 75 percent of it came from outside the state. Um, We don't need that. What we need is people committed to America and committed to people like Mark who've, who've actually stood up and understand what it's like to be in fear uh, and how your government can take advantage of you. That's that's real important. So for those of you who are as excited as we are, join us on the Don't Back Down show. You can call in right now to ask Mark your own questions or to congratulate him. Our call-in number is 888-329-3306. That's 888-329-3306. Um, Mark, you know, we, you've explained your... Um, you're calling from God for running for office, and I guess you're going to need the full armor of God if you do get to Washington in, in, in January of 2025. Um, you've spoken to a number of Congress people who are supporting you in your effort to run, and you mentioned Scott Perry. Are there any others that you can uh, bring to light right now? Yeah, that- yeah. I want to thank Scott because you know he he was very helpful to my wife and I as we were discerning this, and he he leveled with us, and he was the one that told me, you know, the republic's falling apart. You know, we got, you know, if not you, then who, right? And and he said, I already did it. Are you going to do it? And um, and he said, you need to make a decision by the end of July. Mike Johnson, Congressman Mike Johnson, I've known him for years. You know, he he was very supportive and and helpful during my. Uh, congressional testimony before the Oversight Committee. Jim Jordan uh, has been a great strength uh, and witness to me of what a congressman can do for good. But one of the guys that's been super instrumental, and he's kind of I've kind of developed a quasi-texting friendship with him, uh, is Chip Roy. Chip Roy has really Chip been Roy. extremely helpful, very encouraging, and every time I see him, it's like I'm his best friend. So. Uh, you know, those four men, uh, and I know there's more, Laura, uh, the the one from um, Colorado. I met her at State of the Union. I forget, Laura, Lauren. It's a beautiful 
a woman gun gun rights lady. Uh, yeah, she's she's great. But um, but those four men have been most influential to me. Wonderful. That's terrific. Mark, and also thank you for announcing on the Don't Back Down show. We are so honored and to call you our friend. But can you tell everybody what a big day you have? Because right after our show, you will be on uh, Sebastian Gorka's national show. Which is America First. starts at 3 o'clock. America First. And then can you tell us your schedule after that? You have... Yeah, sure. So we got uh, Dr. Gorka's show. I think I'll be on at the 340 time slot. And then tomorrow morning we have Chris DeGaulle. At seven oh five, I have it memorized. Seven oh five. It doesn't need my notes. Seven oh five a.m. will be on that program. Then at, at three p.m. we'll be on a, a a program in Detroit called Church Militant. If you go to Church Militant, I think dot org, you'll you'll see that I'll be being interviewed there. And then on Friday we'll have um, Steve Bannon's show between ten nice. and twelve p.m. I don't have the exact time, but it's going to be in that window. And then, um, yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll be doing more, but those are the first ones. That's quite, a really big day out. one. That's quite a day one. Remember, go to Hawk for Congress to donate, but also to find his schedule to hear him. He'll know what time yeah, he's done. Yeah, we have a uh, caller online, so let me That's on. Stephanie, Stephanie from Bucks County. Stephanie, uh, go ahead. You're on with uh, Mark. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hey, I know you definitely have a voice for radio, but you also have the face for TV. Oh, oh very nice. I'll it looks I'll like I'm, later. It looks like I'm chopped liver on this show. <laughs> uh, I'm done. We love you too, Stan. <laughs> and Andy. Anyway, um, thank you all for everything you're doing. And Mark, oh, my gosh, I've been saying it for months and months. I'm like, wait, he lives in Bucks. We need to get him to run against this. Um, so myself personally, I was never involved in politics until this shutdown. And I'm like, well, what just happened to my country? Pumped the brakes a little bit. And I did, you know, a lot of research and digging and, uh, you know, found myself, uh, joining with Brad Lanning, you know, in his run for Congress and then Alex Benson, you know, for his team. And, uh, Brian Fitzpatrick was the reason why I got involved in politics. I, you know, the bills that he was passing and voting on i just i he had to go and and i was a lifelong democrat and still was like there's no way even like now that i was a new republican i was not voting for him and i didn't and i'll take that to the grave um you're actually stephanie actually stephanie you're a common sense conservative realist person Uh, as far as i'm concerned there's really you're either it's not about democrat or republican it's about being an american and and that's what you are. 100%. You're you're an American, common sense American. So and a hard worker, Stephanie. I've worked with her. Works into the night, the next day, the next day. She's everywhere, fighting for her country, working. <laughs> and by the way, none of us have an excuse, you know, because you, we're well. I guess we're both single moms, and Mark has seven kids. Like we we don't say we're too busy. We make the time because this is it. This is the election. We need to do whatever we can. It is the most important thing so that our kids actually do have a future. Well, Dr. Gorka was right. He said, stop complaining and start doing. Those weren't his exact words, but that's what they meant at the end of the day. It's very easy to complain. And that retired person he was talking about, if they're retired, then they should start working at least eight hours a day on saving the country. I, I think we're all obligated to do that. <laughs> I think Stephanie had a question. Let's. let's oh, I'm let's sorry, say. Stephanie. Well, so... Well, so I, so I really wanted to say, so I, I have a group on Facebook. It's called Defeat Brian Fitzpatrick. So I did just make the announcement. Um, so um, I welcome everybody to send me a request to join Defeat Brian Fitzpatrick. So as a community, we can, you know, gain more support to help um, to help Mark with this uh, this journey. And uh, I'd be happy to help. Hop on your team, whatever you want. I'm, I'm there. Oh, praise let's, God. Uh, we'll, we'll, Brian out. We'll, we'll <laughs> welcome your support and help. Did you just create that today? Defeat Brian Fitzpatrick? No, no, I've had it. I've oh. had it. Okay. 
Well, I was going to say, we just didn't have everyone at the door till you. You got to do her on the phone. Shoe leather to the gospel. Well, look, I voted for Brian. I voted for Brian in multiple elections. And as his constituent, I'm not happy either. So, you know, I'm right there with you, Stephanie. So. I'm like, I voted for him as a Democrat, but I won't vote for him as a Republican because he does not hold the same, you know, ideals that I do. All right, Stephanie. And I didn't realize that because I was asleep. So, you know, I'm awake now. Well, we're all awake now. We're all awake because we have to be awake at this particular point. So, Stephanie, stay with us. We have Andy Meehan, who wants to get online as well and and I think bring his congratulations in. Andy, have you come up with a new song yet? (laughs) <laughs> we'll that. That's that's what I want to hear. I want you got to have a Marx Halk song in the in the uh, being prepared right now. I want you to go All home right, and I'll make sure. You. I'll think of that. You got to think well, of that. And before Andy, you ask your question or make your comment, I want everyone to know Andy Meehan is the leader of Right for Bucks, which is a grassroots organization in Bucks County that uh, I am affiliated with in many ways. And, and I am. And Liz, and even the, and Stan is and a, myself. Yeah, well, of course. There's a lot of us. Yes, we there's love a lot Andy. of us. We love Andy. He is the spearhead in Bucks County. When, 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 when the Martians land and say, take me to your leader, it's Andy That's we're right. going to. That's right. Even if they land in Montgomery <laughs> County, I take them to Andy Mann. <laughs> He'll tell you like it is. You don't have to worry. Well, thank you. Very kind, everybody. It's uh, it's great to hear that Mark is running. Um and we, we're, there's, there's so many great things happening with the grassroots movement in Bucks County. Uh, we're working to reclaim our party. And uh, there are, um, as people may be aware, there was a lawsuit filed. Uh, Andy Teitelman was, title, uh, was the, is the attorney on that this week. And we want to clean up the party. And we need Mark to go to clean up Washington while we do it here at home. And we want to help him get in there. And uh, we've got all the energy and all the people ready to go uh, for this spring. Uh, it's for all the marbles. So however we can be a help to you, Mark, make sure you visit the Right for Bucks website and download the Fitzwatch document. That's a database of uh, all of Brian's exploits and documented news stories. So it'll be a great uh, treasure trove of information courtesy of the failed Andy Man for Congress campaign. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't failed. It was laying groundwork. You have to learn how to project those things better, Andy. Yeah. We need a hat. Andy won. I mean, Trump won, but he's not sitting there. No, Andy should have won. Andy should have won. My shirt says he won. Well, th- thank you, Andy, for your courage and, and for your support. And, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll build off of all, all that you learned and any advice and support and counsel that you can lend. Uh, you know, I'm open to all of it, you know, so I'm I'm just a uh, – I'm just a homeschool dad who who wants to save the republic, you know, and thrown into the spotlight through a raid on my home in Bucks County. Um, clearly, God had another plan, so we're gonna we're gonna follow those plans, and we'll need your support, brother. But you have something absolutely. You have something that's missing in Congress, and that is you have a heart and you have a soul, <laughs> and you have an ability to look at things in a common sense way, and and make that decision like that safety. That was in the backfield, being the last uh, the last stop before a goal, a, a touchdowns being scored. So you can see that, and that's an interesting perspective. Plus the fact, getting to know you, you're a pretty smart guy. I, I must tell you, you're you're. Uh, I got a four point oh in my grad school. If that helps, I yeah. Know. Well, wow. now easy. grad grad geez. school is easier than undergrad. Holy cow! <laughs> I I'm lucky I got an F. I get any close here. <laughs> And now, I don't even, and now I don't even have a deep voice for the radio. I'm oh, get my God. It's never going to end. <laughs> it's never going to end. You have a great radio voice. <laughs> so anyhow, um, listen, 
very exciting day, but there's other issues that we have to talk about. Uh, first off, um, let's talk about Donald Trump and what's happening. I think, and I'm curious to see your position on this, I see that what is happening to Donald Trump is an overplay of the left and these elitist and these deep state people who just want to bash people like they did you, just bash you into the ground. And so you just don't want to get up anymore. And I see that the more they've done that, they've actually awakened more people because the left tend to always overplay themselves. It's kind of like the French Revolution. They finally wound up starting to execute each other. And uh, then they wound up with their own dictator called Napoleon, who got another, you know, couple hundred thousand people killed. Um, so and this is what the left does. They just destroy stuff. They never do anything. Just tell me one good mm-hmm. leftist idea, one liberal progressive idea mm-hmm. that works well. Well, they'll tell you Social Security, but I will tell you Social Security is the biggest biggest Ponzi scheme ever perpetrated mm-hmm. on anybody because it is tr- it's truly a Ponzi scheme. I just want to say the DOJ indictment of Trump is a declaration of war against American voters. What did you say, Mark? Mm. Well, you know, look, I, 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 I certainly am in solidarity with President Trump with indictments and uh, maybe not that many, but uh, but with the way he he's being treated and, and being treated, uh, you know, uh, like uh, public enemy number one, uh, which he is not. I mean, he gave us the triplets in the Supreme Court, and I'm forever grateful for him for doing that. And, uh, you know, I support him as president. I voted for him, uh, both times. And, uh, I'd be honored to, uh, to, to be able to pull cast that vote for him, uh, if he gets the nomination. That's pretty important, uh, important stuff. So I'm hoping that we will, through our various contacts and friends, be able to reach president Trump and uh, get you some FaceTime with him. And hopefully, his Liz campaign. knows him. Liz knows him well. Liz knows everybody. <laughs> she got a picture knows taken with him. I know. You just we have were, to wear the right We, we were there when she pushed the Secret Service guys aside <laughs> to get next to him. I mean, yeah, Liz, Liz is determined. I am a Trump girl from day one. I, Trump won. Love him. Yeah. You know, the, the other thing that comes up is the issue. I was reading an article about uh, uh, about this woman who uh, about who was in the hospital for uh, uh, she got COVID, and they took her to the hospital, and they asked her if she had the the uh, uh, the vaccine, and she said no. They they wanted to give it to her. She said no, I'm not going to take it. And basically, they were allowed, they were going to let her die in that in that hospital. And it was her husband and family said no. Oh no, we're taking her out of here. And they physically took her out of the out of the hospital to do it. So let's take a look at. You know your feelings about the 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 jab. Now I have not. I did not take the jab uh, because you know when when the, my father used to tell me when the herd is running in one direction, you want to turn around and go the other way because they're heading toward a cliff. Mm. And we can see every day there's articles about people with uh, uh, what's it called myo uh, myocarditis is one of the, for the young people who are suffering that the athletes are falling over from that in droves, thousands LeBron at a time. James but that's something. all normal now. Yeah. So they've they've created this new normal, so yeah. it's it's nothing there. So shining the light of truth and having debates about science and about what works. I mean, uh, they 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 talk about my body. I can do what I want, but they were telling you, no, it's not your body. You're going to get this jab. And and there there were there were actually congressmen and and people in elective office were saying that anybody who didn't get the jab should be executed. And I'm going, where is this coming from? I mean, clearly this person has no heart or soul. Sure. 
I've had COVID three times. Um, my, my mom had it and, uh, and my aunt succumbed to it. And, uh, I saw what the fallout of, of poor decisions when my mom was in assisted living as an elderly, you know, person and, and saw how, you know, the neglect that was there. Uh, so, you know, I, I saw that side of the COVID experience. I saw how, you know, churches were suppressed and, and how, um, you know, Catholics, I'm a Catholic, were denied their, their, their ability to, to go to church. Uh, I mean, it's just insanity what, what actually happened. So, even, even though the church said we're going to wear masks and, and we're going to be socially distancing <laughs> and we're doing everything yeah. according, and they still wouldn't let yeah, them do right. it. And the reason for that is dictatorships do not want God. That's right. That's, well, that's how, that's how the Nazis took control, <clears> right? You know, they, they suppressed the church and... And I, I've been saying to a lot of people, I think, I feel like we're living in, the, in, in Germany in the 1930s. I, I feel like that's the culture we it's live like in It's like crystal knocking all over in, again. In the United States. And so, again, Cardinal Mueller, tyrannies and dictatorships are coming when they wake little children up in the middle of the night and take their, their father away from them and their home. And in this case, I was the headmaster of my kid's homeschool. So it's like taking kid, the principal out of the school in front of the children. So, look, I, I'm all about following, you know, what makes sense, and, and my platform is based on common sense, and uh, we're not just going to, like, um, you know, follow the next idea if it doesn't follow logic, reasoning and logic, faith, reason, it all goes together. So, you know, I'm going to support the things that make the most sense, and of course, I'm a father of seven children. I'm not going to inject them with inoculations that they don't need. Yeah. Right. So anyhow, parental we, we choice. Can, we can thing get of the into past. that as we go along. All right. Our board is lighting up here. So let me uh, go to Audrey here. Audrey, uh, go ahead. You have a question for Mark. What? Audrey. Uh, oh, we. Oh, Diane is on. Well, right, well, hey. we'll, we'll take Diane and then go to Audrey. Hi, Diane. I, well, hey, okay. hey, Diane. Hi. So uh, you've hey, got guys. you. you uh, actually, you might want to be Mark's. Uh, uh, financial advisor as far as uh, the economy is concerned, especially in real estate. So what's the yeah. latest in the real estate market? Well, you know, despite the gloomy forecast in early January, the, and I think most people just want to hear that want to be confident. You know, that's I, I've been getting a lot of people looking to me for validation that the whole thing's not going into, you know, the crapper, you know. <laughs> that's what I feel. All my calls, people call in, they're like, what's happening? What's happening? It's very fearful. I mean, since the amount of calls I'm getting about lack of confidence and, and even, you know, even though prices are going up and there's a hundred buyers for every one home that goes on the market, people might hear that, but they still aren't feeling certain. It's amazing. There's a lot of uncertainty out there. Yeah. So, um, so you're still getting, you're still getting the calls and you're still getting uh, buyers but there's there's these fear. I know that you were working with one buyer that lost like four houses or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they lost yes, actually it's five houses, and they finally got one uh, yesterday. So it's been uh, since February, <laughs> and finally got the house. And not that they weren't, uh, you know, they're perfect buyer, twenty percent down, nothing to sell, um, and just it was it's just being outbid. But you know, I think it's the thing with houses with buyers right now that. It, when it happens, it happens, and it wasn't supposed to happen, the other one, you know? No. It wasn't supposed to happen. This is the perfect house for them. So you have to remind that, too. Like, don't worry if you lose the house because that means it wasn't meant to be. And I know it's hard to hear that, but it's the truth to stay with it. And, you know, it, it's, this is not for the for the, the faint of heart. So, you know, going into the real – buying a house right now is not for – 
people who are, you know can't stand it. You know, they have to really really stay with it. You know what I mean? If you would, if you would have, if Mark was a congressman and he was able to get something passed that would help the housing industry and mm-hmm. make it uh, housing available to everybody, is there one thing that you think that get rid of Biden? Well, we that's uh, that's a given, yeah, but, but that fixes everything I right away. They, <laughs> I think um, just NAR are run a, a, a bunch of groups. There's fifty people. They're not allowing realtors who are like who are really creative like me. Every, it's almost like the participation trophy. Like to really allow. The realtors have a little bit more autonomy in, in, in marketing their homes more than 21 days before. It was ridiculous how they just they just restrict us to being creative. Mm. Let creativity with, with the field because it's, it's putting everybody in a box. Well, that's and, part of what um, government does is they want to they manage the outcome instead of allow the outcome to be created by, uh, by, uh, by in, intelligent people that are creative in their own right. Yeah. And that's how you come up with better ideas. So, uh, yeah. so Mark, it's the entrepreneurial spirit. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Diane. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's the the entrepreneurial spirit. Go ahead. Speak. No, I was just saying, I wrote a book two years ago and these things are still not people. And a couple of things are, are, I can't do now because they stopped me from being creative. That's all. Did you say that MAR Montgomery, are you talking about Montgomery Association of Realtors? NAR. Oh, the NAR. NAR. So, yeah, so Diane national. Cardano from EXP Realty, why don't yep. you tell everyone how they can get in touch with you if they need yes. your services? Yes, just, call, just give me a call or just t- you know, call Diane now. dot com goes right to my schedule. Call Diane now. How easy is that? You know, just goes right to my schedule. Schedule calls me and be confident things are are fine. Just come to me and I'll I'll make you feel a lot better about the real estate. By the way, that's how I get a hold of Diane. I just go to Diane to Cardano. She's now a real estate therapist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. I right. am. Right. Have, have a good day, guys. Thanks. All right, All right, let's try Audrey Bye. again. Let's try Audrey Thanks, again. Sir. Audrey, you're on the air. You have a question. Yeah, I was just wanted to um, call in and again and thank Mark uh, for stepping up and uh, you guys for uh, having the wherewithal to keep going through the thick and the thin. But I just wanted to put a shout out there about the mis- the misnomer in Bucks County that we're a purple county that a conservative can't win. And that's totally wrong because when you actually, and Andy's an expert on this, when you take the, the likely voters and you put in a, in a general election, a generic candidate, a Democrat against a Republican in Bucks County, as of 2022, uh, it was dead even. It wasn't it wasn't that dumb. The dog agrees with you. No, that's Brian. <laughs> that's Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have an East for house. Um, but, yes, it, it, there's that misnomer because of the registered voters. But when you take likely voters and put them in a general election, it is a dead even heat, zero to zero. So that whole, oh, we got to capitulate because we're a purple county. I'm, oh, gosh, please, if I hear that one more time. So I, that's the message that we have to tell everyone that is going to be supporting Mark is to have confidence that a conservative can win. And is in. I think a lot of voters aren't going out because they're sick and tired of milk toast candidates that don't stand up. Right. They're looking for common sense people who want to do more of what works and less of what doesn't work. And not hide behind right. their consultants' coattails and shy away from the hard issues that need to be addressed head on. I think the average American will love the honesty that Mark Houck brings to the table. That's for sure. Yeah, well, that, and it's not a bellwether. You know, there's a platform, and you have to stick to it. It's not what the public decides. Oh, I, you know, I want this or this or that. It's you're Republican, and there's a Republican platform. Mark fits that bill. Yeah. 
Uh, thank you for encouraging me today because that's that's great to hear. And uh, you know, we're we're just we're go- we're going to be who we are. We're going to be authentic. We're going to be ourselves. We're mm-hmm. we're going to be true to who we are and and why we even came to this table in the first place. So you're. You really encouraged my spirit today to hear to hear that, and uh, I guess we should put out the website, halkforcongress.com, yes. if people want to support us. Thanks again for the call. Please donate. Thank you. You're welcome, Mark. Thank you, Audrey. All Thank right. you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Audrey. We got you. I want to hear from uh, Judith. Uh, Judith, go ahead. You have a question for Mark. Hello? Judith? Judith, are you there? Is my voice deep enough? <laughs> Hello, I, Ju- I, I Judith, think, Judith I, are you there? hearing us. Can you hear us? All right, she just dropped. Remember, when you donate on HawkforCongress.com, you're donating to basically save our country because we need to stand up against the swamp and we need to stand up against lies. And, you know, people are doing it. We need to support them. Yeah, this is, uh, this is definitely not a time for us to cower in a corner. Uh, we're all doing our thing. Andy, me, Liz, uh, the guy with two first names, William Michaels. Uh, so we're we're all trying to do our thing here to uh, to make this happen, to make a change, to bring some kind of voice to everybody. Um, let me go to we have another caller here, Tim. You're on the phone with. Uh, I have a question for Mark. Hey, thanks, uh, Mark. This is uh, Tim Malloy from uh, Bucks County. I've been involved in Bucks County politics as a pro-lifer uh, most of my adult life, twenty years, and I'm very happy that you're running. I think you're a great candidate. Um, and um, I'm pleased to hear that, you know, Scott Perry is supporting your campaign. And a lot of the people on, on this call, we know Bucks County, you know, the nuances of running a campaign. And uh, so we're here to support you. I've already gotten great support from people who I've uh, texted that they want to help. Oh, nice. praise God. Thanks, yeah. Tim. Wow, 20 years. We'll, we'll leverage that for good, no yes, doubt. And, absolutely. you know, I, I grew up in Jamison, Warwick Township, and I live up in Quakertown. So, you know, I've, I've been all over the county and I worked in the county. So uh, I, I look forward to meeting you, Tim, and, and learning from you. So thank you. Yeah, we were, we're planning a big event uh, as soon as we get the, the, the information all together. I'm looking at Liz right now because she's shaking her we head. We don't have a date yet. Yeah, but we yes, don't have it, but we're working on it. We're going to pull us all together in person. Yeah. And we'll have uh, some national figures and everybody else there, too. This is this is huge. This is very exciting for Bucks County and for that little section of Montgomery County. <laughs> because then we, cause we still have to deal with the uh, Madeline Dean. Wait, isn't that your section? That- that, Madeline Dean's in my section. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I was on a call. It's funny. I get I'm on her list to call, so I listen into her Zoom calls, oh. and she's talking about. I think I put Andy in on the you last. You made me, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I made him listen to it, and it was so funny. I'm going. I'm living in an alternate universe because she's talking about how great the economy is, all the things that 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 uh, you know Biden's doing to bring races together oh. and everything else like that, and diversity and transgender and all this other. Stuff. I'm going. What? There's nobody in Montgomery County that votes this way. And I'm, I'm, and Andy was actually, I think he was ready to jump off the bridge. I couldn't he, take it. He had to hang up. It was that bad. Now, now you got to remember something. I'm, I'm totally broken and biased where Mayor Dean is concerned because I represented Kathy Barnett in her run for Congress. So, uh, you know, they, and worked as a volunteer on her on her campaign. And I got to watch Mayor Dean in action, and I got to see what her record was like. And uh, all I know is that she is WEF, World Economic Forum, all the way. She you know, she's she's a she's a multimillionaire and uh, totally out of touch with the reality of what the people need. Mm. 
Hold on, I got to bring another caller here as our board lights up. Uh, Nancy, you on the phone? Hey, Stan. Hey, Andy. How are you? Hello, hello, Nancy. Hello, Nancy. Hey, um, my question is, and one of the things that I've heard recently, someone brought up a really good point. Um, when you have three Republicans in a room, you're going to have three different votes. When you have three Democrats in a room, you're, they're all going to vote for the same person. So I just wanted to ask, like, do you have any plan to unite the Republican Party for your campaign? We'll be using the Second Amendment freely to force them. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you know I'm all for the Second Amendment, but, you know, even when I ran in Montgomery County, and you know, Stan, you were on my ticket. Right. Um, not only did we fight the pushback from our own leaders of our party. Right. But we were fighting each other a lot of the time, and I think we really need someone who's going to be able to bring Republicans together to vote. So is that part of your plan to bring Bucks County and that little section of Montgomery County together? Absolutely. But go ahead, Mark. Why don't you address yeah, well, that? Well, look, I'm, I'm all about that, right? Uh, I, and, I, and I hate to keep bringing it back to faith, but uh, the devil sows division, right? And uh, we can get a lot accomplished when we realize that, you know, when no one wants the credit, we can get a lot done. And so, you know, I'm running because... I believe that uh, my story and my journey can influence positively the county and the district that I live in. And uh, I think in this past six months that I've been pretty much traveling throughout the county, county speaking to various GOP groups, that my story is very galvanizing and unifying. And so I, I think we can come together. And I just need to be true to myself and authentic I'm a dad, I'm a father, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a husband, um, you know, I'm a coach. I coach my kids' uh, football teams, and I, I'm one of you, right? I mean, I think that's why the whole nation and the world united around this, because they saw their story in me, and I think that's going to be true for this campaign, that I think we're going to resonate with the voters. And, you know, I, didn't, I don't like that either when there's three Republicans on the ballot and, you know, we got to split hairs and stuff. I, I, I don't want that at all. Um, but it is what it is, and and you know we're going to have to just uh, do the best we can. And and but I think my story can be very unifying, and I hope I hope we'll see those results. I'm confident we will. I, I will add this because I I understand exactly where Nancy was coming from, and this is not uncommon in in the Republican Party because it is a very debate oriented party. But the fact is, is although I have an R after my name, I've always looked like you do, Nancy. Always looked for people with common sense who have the whole and not the individual in, in mind. It's not about the, the candidates, it's about the America. It's about, the, you know, doing a good job. And that's what's going to shine through here. That's going to be the uniting figure here is that Mark really represents the common man, so to speak, the, 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 the real American. Uh, and I just want to say that it's not what you say. A lot of people say they're for this or they're for that. It's what you do. It's what your background is. And Mark has already proven himself. He's loved on a national level. So we can know that he's not going to back down. We have a lot of people that say they're going to do one thing and do another. And that's really where the division's coming from. If you would just be honest and, and say what you stand for, whether people agree with you or not, which Mark does, if you don't agree with him, he still is for you. He's still for our country. We don't have to agree on everything, but he is who he says he is. And I think that's the Yeah, difference. I think the people in Congress that are really well liked are the people that just wear their heart on their sleeve, like Jim Jordan and some of the other people. Yeah. I mean, they kind of just uh, hollings. I mean, he just comes out and just blasts people. And you say, well, that guy's, you know, telling us. 
when you look at a Democrat, you never know where the heck they stand. All, they, all you know is eventually they're going to screw you somehow. That's when I see a Democrat. I know eventually they're going to screw me in some fashion. And uh, that's what I don't like. Uh, so, Nancy, great call, great question. And if we all work together, we will be together at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's well, important. I will be praying for you. Thank, Thank you, Nancy, so much. We need a lot of help. Thanks, so Nancy. You got it. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you for calling. So we have uh, Pauline on, uh, the fourth commissioner of Montgomery County on. So, Pauline, you're on. You finally, I'm back after grandkids, and I get the chance to click you on to the air. Talking about that, we forgot <laughs> Hi, to ask Pauline. Diane about the sea level. I... Oh, the sea level. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Stan's am... been down in Ocean City monitoring the sea level. Oh, a special project right. yes, for yes. that, Stan. Somebody has to yes, do it. Yes, go ahead, Pauline. You have a question okay, for Mark? Stan. Yes, but I also want to say something to you, Stan. You have a fantastic voice for the radio. See, and for you're listening to that, Mr. Producer over there, <laughs> right? He's, he's looking at me going. <laughs> now, now, in defense of TJ, he never said Stan didn't have a fantastic voice. That wasn't what he said. What he, he said say? he loved what your he voice say? better than my voice. He just said I and should I'm... do voiceovers because my voice was deep. He wasn't giving you an insult. You just oh, took you it kids. personally. You're both amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Pauline. You well, still got not... the best compliment. Well, wait, no, no, that's not. I paid wait, I have something else. Uh, yeah. I'm not done yet. I'm Go not ahead. done yet. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I live in Montgomery County. I'm in the same district as Stan uh, with Madeline Dean, who's a horrible person. I know things about her personal life as well. But anyway, I'm not going to go into that. What I would like to know is um, I, for Mark, Mark, do you know anybody in Montgomery County who is like you who can run in Montgomery County <laughs> and help us? We're drowning here. Wow. We're drowning here. <laughs> I do know plenty of people in Montgomery County and, uh, you know, I don't know of their desire to run. But, you know, what I think, I think, uh, you know, seeing what I'm doing and and the people that I know, I went to school in Montgomery County, uh, LaSalle High School, and uh, the people that I know, um, I think they're going to be, their conscience is going to be pricked by this, this announcement today. And uh, they might start asking themselves, well, well, what what can I do? What can I do? And and so they're out there. Um, they're 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 very smart people. They're entrepreneurial, um, but they don't really see it for them. And uh, you know, and I didn't either until Liz encouraged me to think about it, and people like you uh, encouraged me to think about it. And um, we got to continue to uh, you know bring these things up and let. People know that they can make a difference, and uh, you know through the encouragement of Andy and Stan, I, I, uh, I'm here at this table today for that reason. So thanks for the encouragement. And once I get the short list, I'll send it to Stan, and he can fork it over to you. <laughs> okay, but I, I also want to say that I, I would like to see Stan run. Yeah, I really would, and he knows it because I have said it to him before for for a position. But I really think that Stan should run um, for Congress because. I think he would be a fantastic person in our legislature, and we need you, Stan. Well, Pauline, I, I can answer Double for him. We've, we've asked him to run for office, and he says, no, I'm going to run from office. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, I know, I know. I just don't like I, it. I, well, want him to I agree with first you, off, Pauline. I don't have the hair or the voice to be running for Congress. Oh, oh the voice <laughs> thing oh, is never going to go away. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I appreciate you taking my call, and welcome home. Welcome home, Stan. It's it's great to 
have you back. Thank you, Pauline. So, uh, I think Stephanie. You're welcome. I think Stephanie. Did you want to make a comment? I see it come up yeah, on the board. Yes, I, go ahead, yeah, Stephanie. Actually, yeah, Rochelle just posted in our group chat, right for Buff chat. David Winkler is running in Montgomery County for Congress against Dean. She said to look him up. So they have a really good background. Great, great. I love that. I'm I definitely good. have to I get him Winkler. on the radio show. Uh, Rochelle is another great patriot. In fact, she should call in because she usually has a lot to say, and I'm surprised she's not going to say it on the air. She knows and the Constitution. She sure does. We've got to have her on the show. And for anyone else who's, who feels— I will feel, send who, her a message to call in. Do it right now, and the number is 888-329-3306. Okay. And while everyone catches their breath, I want to make an announcement that's near and dear to our show because the Zionist Organization of America, Greater Philadelphia Chapter— is having its 2030 gala on September 7th, 2023 at the Hilton Philadelphia Hotel, City Avenue. Uh, They will be honoring Bart Blatstein, Justice Sandra Schultz-Newman, Michael Goldfarb, but most important to us, Stan and Diane Casaccio will be getting the Friends of Zion Award, and we invite everybody to check this out at philly.zoa.org. That's philly.zoa.org. Or call Steve Feldman, who's the executive director of the Greater Philadelphia Chapter of the Zionist Organization of America, at 610-660-9466. And I want everyone to know that there's a great opportunity to both uh, bless and honor the award recipients, uh, as well as to promote your business or any other message you want to send by advertising in the ad book. Um, and uh, you know, if you go to the website, you'll be able to see what those options look like. But once again, uh, it's the Philadelphia Greater Philadelphia ZOA 2023 Gala. It's September 7, 2023 at the Hilton Philadelphia City Avenue. Check it out at philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y dot Z-O-A dot org. And while we're on that note, next week, please don't miss the show. We have Tia Bess on. She's the new National Outreach Director for Moms for Liberty, uh, the organization that fights for parental rights and against uh, government outreach in in education. She's going to speak to us regarding the SPLC, which is the Southern Poverty Law Center, who has labeled Moms for Liberty as extremist and anti-government hate group. Only certain people are allowed to speak on this subject, according to them, so you don't want to miss that show. And then the following week, August 16th, we have Josh Hammer. I think everybody knows who he is. And really quick, don't when you go to Hawk, uh, I'm sorry, HawkForCongress.com, that's spelled H-O-U-C-K-F-O-R-Congress.com to donate. And before, not to change the subject, but Stan got a hole in one, and it's his first time ever. And I cannot, I cannot not bring it up. Congratulations, Stan. Just and that was playing really, golf. And that it's was amazing. <laughs> How, tell us about that real quick. Well, before I do that, we got Rochelle on the line, and she has a question, and I want to make sure she gets it in before we go off the air. Go ahead, Rochelle. You, you have a question for Mark? Well, sure. Actually, more of a comment. And uh, hi, everybody. Hi, um, thanks for running. Hi, Liz. Um, I'm also in Bucks County and uh, very active with many, many, many groups, um, including the education piece. Um, but congratulations in, in announcing, Mark. I do um, think it's uh, I'm, I'm thrilled. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I did want to mention that we do have a candidate that's running. I mean, you should take a look at him. David Winkler is running in um Montgomery County, Stan. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I just, I just got that. Yeah, that's fine. I, hey, listen, I want to yeah. we'll get him on the show and let him talk and make sure yeah. he's got the, the personality that we need to have. Get, get us his contact information, yeah. Michelle. We'd love to have him on. Okay, well, I will. Well, if you come out uh, Monday, August 7th to the education 
event we're hosting at uh, Trey Fatelli at uh, 5.30. We're going to be featuring the documentary Uncle Tom 2 because there's a lot of missing informed people out there that don't really know what's going on. And that's one of the avenues that my group is trying to, you know, open up the light. And Dave's going to be there. So um, if one of you guys can be there that night, that'd be great. You can introduce him. You know, I can introduce that, that's him actually him. not far from where I live. And that, that's, that's right in Langhorn, correct? Correct. I mean, Mark, you're welcome to come too. I, I think it Thank would you. be a really good opportunity because the things I do through the John Birch Society, you could use as a fundraiser. My goal is to educate and inform. Um, I have a lot of, you know, guest speakers that we could bring in to help you like do that. There's various topics we can do. And as Liz mentioned, the constitution is the solution. And um, mm-hmm. it's just one of the, one of the things, but that's part of what we're kind of doing. And uh you know, well, again, having you on board, we we can fight this abortion issue. Like like Audrey said, we're 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 not a purple state, and to be told that lie is just so fostering. B- before we go off, I just got reminded by William Michael, our tech genius, that we need to make our own announcement. We always forget ourselves, Stan. Oh, yeah, we so we we just went live with our own website. We've been planning this for a long time. In fact, William uh, Michael actually designed it and put it implemented it for us. And it's at don'tbackdownshow.net, don'tbackdownshow.net, and that's a great site. Uh, it's going to get better with time, but we have all of our past shows, uh, at least for the last couple of months, where we've had some superior guests. And today was what a wonderful day. Dr. Gorka, Mark Halk making his announcement. It, it's just been one of my favorite shows, probably my favorite show of all Mine time, too. actually. And, and I get to announce that I had a hole-in-one. That even makes it even better. And you're getting the award from the ZOA. I am getting the award from the ZOA. My God, your head just grew three inches, Stan, right in front of my face. Rochelle, if you like David Winkler, I'm all in for David Winkler. Yeah, me too. He sounds like the Fonz. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, congratulations on your hole in one. That's the first time in Stan's life, so I just thought it was important. My my mother was a mini golf. No, it wasn't that. Oh, man, he's going to join the producer in the back All right, he there, just got the motor. He's running for school board <laughs> now. <laughs> no, it was um, 180 yards, wow. and uh, uh, the wind was blowing left to right. And I said, well, let me see if I can draw the ball into the hole. And I hit the, you know, the per- I never saw it go in, but my, my uh, it was in a tournament, so there was money involved and everything else. Wow. And uh, uh, next thing I know, he's screaming, you it's in the hole, it's in the hole, and everybody starts running up and congratulating me. It was, like, so exciting because my mother had a 76, was 76 when she got her first hole-in-one. And my wife one time had a birthday party for me, and the theme of the birthday party was everybody has a hole-in-one but Stan. <laughs> and she had blow-up pictures of my mother, George Aww. Bush, all these people that I knew, including her because she's had three hole-in-ones, all, all throughout the house, we had wow. like 250 people gave me nothing but you know what for the whole that night. That sounds fun. So we need to have a new party. I want to come to that. Now Stan has party. a hole in one is the next birthday party. We'll do it for my 80th. And we can combine it with a fundraiser for Mark. And we can buy yeah. it with a fundraiser. But with that money you got from the whole win, you can go to HowForCongress.com. <laughs> H-O-U-C-K. I plan on doing that. So let's run it down again. Liz, why don't you give us Mark's website? Oh, it's, yeah, we're running down to the last couple of minutes. It's halkforcongress.com. And everybody should jump on board. I know the Right for Bucks people are going to want to be boots on the ground for you, Mark. I'm getting – my phone's getting blown up. I'm going to need a new battery by the time this show's over. We need over. donations, please. Spread oh, the yeah, word. They, they can start today. We have a button there. Well, Mark has a button. I'm saying we like I'm running for Congress. And, again, well, This is a, a grassroots effort, so we absolutely. all have to – This is as grassroots as I'm going to have a yard sale, and everything I make, I'm going to donate. Like right. We have to do whatever we can. 
So, Stan, how should we leave the show today? Which song should we play? Well, I'll t- tell you what. You think I, the Rush theme song, maybe? No, I think we should play the one, Not In My Town. Not In My Small Town by Jason R.D. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. That applies so to everything. You, you got that one there? So let's uh, roll out with that song because this is really a very special song. Thank you, Mark, you for get... joining us th- so You're much. You're so for welcome. Us what have a the privilege. Breaking news. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity. Great, uh, great program, great opportunity to share and being with you is a blessing. Okay. Thank you, everybody, all your callers and everything else. And we'll and see you on the we'll radio see, next week. We'll see you on the radio next week. And we're even- Try that in a small town